for me one of his best films is pulp fiction yeah that, which that is on the top yeah. turned out like most most of the most of the people li- like it but for the wrong reasons uh there's no linear editing in it yeah that is the uh, best one people don't understand you know like when you when we are talking technical and creatively yeah it's it's a film school in itself the film yeah yeah, yeah. because that i agree you don't shoot with very harsh light that film has a lot of harsh light for example tarantino's hateful eight yeah inside that location where they shot the entire film robert richardson decided to put very harsh light uh if you think about yeah, sourcing where do you where do you about like, above the bar and like, stuff right all that all that was harsh right exactly yeah do do you think a place like wyoming i think it was shot in yeah. a, a place like wyoming will have such harsh natural yeah. source no. no but he broke the rules you know like we we try to keep it natural as possible yeah but he is one of those dops like he will make sure this is my way of doing it but and then I've that's the thing they perfected it to a extent that it's an immersive experience it doesn't take you out of the yes. story yes so i have seen a few indian dops copy it like pc sri ram uh but they 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 are trying to tell a story with a lot of things going on like yeah, yeah. tarantino's films have a single like a, a direct i would say i i wouldn't i couldn't say direct but the story is understandable but a tamil film for instance you your throne curves here and there yeah there are there a are a lot of like subplots yeah yeah it it's not yeah, um, and there's a song yeah. out of nowhere there's a song in it so yes uh, apart from that yeah tarantino uh, nolan is one of my favorites and i would like people hate me f- for telling this but michael bay is one of my favorite directors yeah i mean that no you have my to. favorite i i i do agree that michael bay is a very good director he comes from commercials right like that's where he initially started yes. right so he has that background yes. so but then i wouldn't say uh transformers the first one was a good movie but then after that it's not that great to me to me it's pure like if you are making films and you have the budget for it might as well do it the michael bay way then you know the theme park like scorsese yeah. quote like said i for me marvel is like i don't know i wouldn't even put i couldn't explain with words that yeah <laughs> yeah you bought this up uh, uh, red versus ari yeah uh, i've never shot on that, an ari so is... i can't i can't really make that comparison i've only shot on red so so, so i can't really make that comparison the only time i worked on a red which i haven't shot i worked on a few indian films indians yeah. love their red yeah why they is that why is that because when i look at a tamil film or like in hindi film it's a little hard to tell like they have like a mix right but when you look at tamil films you can say that shot on a red a budget it's cheaper it's cheaper yeah and and, and indian films just ra- like, like pop right that's the thing yeah you they always look for glamour hollywood bollywood and hollywood they always go for the glamour yeah and uh, one thing that you can do with red is shoot with a very high low iso and 
get, get a very crisp like a very bright image yeah and uh, they are codecs are also like a very okay but it doesn't look very natural yeah that's that is what films are all about you know it's a personal touch yeah like some dops love their graining i worked with this one guy who shekhar v joseph he did okay. chandramukhi have you seen the yeah i've seen chandramukhi have you seen it so he tells me they shot one scene with six cameras at the same time because it's cheaper which is the scene probably one of those stunt scenes because stunt scenes ah, okay, take okay, a lot of cameras yeah, yeah yeah like my friends in india they like i a very good friend of mine he's a key grip uh, okay. he works on all foreign films which come to india like yeah. he works with a company called take one india productions okay so he tells me he shot uh, the dark knight rises no what was the last film uh, chris nolan's batman the third one with bane in it uh, dark knight dark knight rises yes yeah, so yeah. that film they shot a bit of it in india the the underground thing really so it was technical it was technically an uh, a second unit shoot to start with then they were like no it's not going to cut it so they actually found a place similar they shot it in real like chris nolan you have to appreciate his level of you know filmmaking techniques like if it was up to ridley scott he would have put it, put it in a green, green, green screen, screen and shot yeah. it yeah yeah but not chris nolan he always goes for the reality reality that's that's appreciable like he's he's a filmmaker that stands out in his generation right yeah because he is very selective on it yeah so is denny villeneuve uh who else i could say a few a name few does david fincher Spielberg, fall into the same category no of course of course of course david fincher is like yeah. like the moment i watched the film 7 i yeah. thought i watched no i watched wonder, i kept 7 away from the for the longest time and then you told me what 7 and then i was like okay i'll yes. just give this movie a shot and man so, i was mind blown so so the thing is in 1994 when that film came out 95 i think yeah no wonder it didn't win any win any picture like any awards because okay. people didn't understand have it, yeah. people di- couldn't understand what the concept was yeah like yes till today some people like for instance uh, i've had this conversations countless times with people chris nolan's uh, inception interstellar then uh, martin scorsese's shutter island yeah hitchcock psycho yeah those films will give you a headache or uh, i don't know like i had to watch uh, da- uh, tenet three times to understand it so i still and, haven't watched uh, it is, man god and the thing is i have this issue with sound in any th- every theater yeah. and i have i want to sit in the perfect spot yeah so i try my best like my favorite so far is the scope uh, dolby the first theater with the dts yeah then the second preference will be savoy but tenet had awful sound mixing i think because of i think it's just because of covid they had to uh like individually record and the mixing was i wouldn't say terrible but it was off but tenant was in the by, best hans zimmer wasn't associated with tenant right? no 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 it was uh, the Lud- ludwig the guy who did uh, 
what's his name uh black panther ah okay okay he is good but uh, the mixing was off to a different level yeah this is one scene where they're in a boat and you can't hear any dialogue it's just music so i i thought it was the fault of the theater but when i went to a different theater because i i i had to try all three theaters you know pbr but then but then nolan is such a perfectionist how did that let that how did he let that slip unless that was unless uh, was intentional probably it was intentional but to me i wouldn't uh, I, i wouldn't know due to like it, it may be a factor because of corona they couldn't do anything about it yeah because everywhere went into lockdown really early yeah so when they were done with the film and let's say the sound mixing because they sound mixing is something which is done right after everything is done yeah it is somewhat a finishing touch on a film so i would know like i that will be a question if i ever meet get to meet krishna like, <laughs> why did you do this why did you do this and 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 probably he will have an answer for it uh, like i've checked a few places uh, like interviews which no one like technically like some some people they always want to know why you casted this actor but for me uh acting yes is a priority but for me technical aspects are more priority for me yeah like let's say why did hoite shoot this camera like a few of my friends worked on tenet and i had an i had uh an actor a few two actors friends of mine who acted on it so denzel washing uh, denzel smith yeah uh, was one of the indian characters and uh, another person dimple kapadia i've met her once when i went to mumbai shit you've met dimple kapadia yes once <laughs> uh, actually when i went to a film set uh, uh, my friend in india who was working on it yeah. and she was part of that film brahmastra so I got to have When are they ever going to release Brahmastra because dude I've been waiting for that movie for like 2 years now I'm like really reshoot, frustrated reshoot. right like they haven't they haven't to, released any, they don't know what like there's no plot leak okay I don't know what the movie is about it's all about the cast and like yes. like what what is happening with that movie Te- technically like I've had a brief conversation with uh, a few people who are involved in the film because they were it was a really secure studio the place i went yeah. to uh that is when i met alia bath ranbir kapoor but then you showed me like remember you showed me a clip like on your phone like a video clip but there was a stuntman right uh, like he was getting he was yes. getting pulled up or something yes yes uh, yes yes that was a parallel shot with a yes that uh, so a key uh, that is basically what a key grip does yeah. and he, that's what he sent it to yeah. me and i'm like okay so what is this film about actually we never know with the entire day i was there on set they were shooting one scene so ayan mukherjee apparently is a very perfectionist yeah. but in that film alone he has changed so many dops so really? perfectionist or not yes yeah but i feel like so, he's procrastinating also he's trying to perfect this movie to an extent because we don't know what the movie is about that's one thing right the cast is so big and they've been I, it's such a stars like huge star cast right but yes and uh, produced by dharma production yeah. so they have the money for it 
but they said so, it's going to be yeah. they said it's going to be something supernatural or like a superhero some kind of yeah it's going to be a three part film yeah it is going to be a three part film that i know for a yeah. fact uh, then one of the assistant directors who worked on it uh, i worked with her on good karma hospital yeah. season 1 she did second unit yeah. she said it wasn't the easiest of shoots because uh, working in india i will will jump will will jump into that like, that's not. a completely different topic right so we will will jump yes. into that brahmastra we don't know anything about it and we don't know when that will happen or how that will happen right so probably next year 2021 is what i no but so ayan mukherjee i saw him probably. like uh, uh, like a few months back that he posted a video on twitter saying that uh, ranbir and alia they were in it and they were like okay we are releasing a teaser in december or a trailer in december i don't remember okay. so but then i don't like i don't take his timelines for shit right <laughs> and, and the thing is uh, i spoke to my friend uh, who was uh, my friend's brother yeah. he had to go to varanasi to reshoot something yeah but are they so, done with principal means, photography uh, uh, you never know like sometimes they'll be like okay we need to shoot this then they suddenly because they they have the budget for it they they're not uh, like it's not like a hollywood movie yeah. where they have to stick to a proper release date and and like a lot like of people I, would I assume never... like someone who who's like normal movie go would assume that you know they shoot these scenes chronologically right no, which is it's not the never case shot. now we can we can break down to the to our viewers what each specific job in a film set is because that's like very mm-hmm. insightful information not a lot of people know about you know what is a particular Uh, job like a grip pen you know all that stuff so uh, your job as an assistant director how does it work and you know how does that entail into like a production so so for, for an instance where uh, if i were to give an example on good karma hospital i can start with the intro actually so i was hired as a set runner which is the lowest like the intro level to an assistant director position uh which is basically you're doing to assist all the assistant directors uh in the british way we have the first assistant director who runs the flow the yeah. second assistant director who uh helps the first ad to you know like execute whatever his uh, schedules are yeah. the third assistant director is uh, basically for background actions or you know whatever the first assistant director on the floor needs help with yeah in sri lanka we when we were shooting good karma hospital in 2016 i was hired as a set runner which was the first uh, one of my first big projects like we shot over 65 days six episodes uh it went uh, with we actually had two directors for each like first four episodes was one director then the second two episodes were a different director yeah but technical crew was the same it just a swap of directors when the block was over so me as a set runner i was my job key job was to help the actors be there on set on time with costume and makeup and they're ready ready we call yeah. them ready ready yeah then the second season i was promoted as second second it's uh, helping the second assi- second assistant director okay which was more or less a similar job but i had 
to set runners to you know uh, for my yeah. help yeah okay yeah so i had to um, set runners which made my life easier uh, but it was still a learning curve for them where whereas it was the same for me the previous year so i had to teach them yeah then get my work done then the third season i was hired as the second ad because uh, they felt yeah third season yeah he was he was good enough good enough to do <laughs> i assume second i assume yeah. i assume yeah so basically an assistant director's job is to schedule a movie and make sure we don't go beyond shooting dates like every shooting day costs thousands of dollars yeah like for example approximately good karma costs around 25 to 30000 pounds a day to shoot which is how approximately. much approximately pounds is kind of a hard conversion how much is that pay it's a uh, 200 rupees a pound so 6 million a day oh shit yeah that that's compared to a sri lankan film i don't think we go there <laughs> no, no, not even close uh, not even close yeah but that 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 actually with is with 200 people on crew yeah 35 drivers vehicles you know the whole works whatever you want you have even catering is divided like is two different caterings you know for for foreign people we have because they they are not used to the spicy food yeah we have so we have two different caterings also so it's it's production taken to a different level in sri lanka yeah like i've never like because i saw some i saw that. some set photos right uh, which which you share a lot of lively set photos on your instagram um so there there were some scenes where you completely transformed locations into indian locations right and yes so basically good karma hospital is set in india but shot in sri lanka sri lanka yeah for logistical reasons uh, if i were to put it diplomatically yeah <laughs> but the production executives are dear friends of mine now that uh, now probably we might go season 4 also yeah that's in talks they're just waiting for approvals and scripts probably we might go again in january that is the hope yeah if uh, if all this settles down right i hope it will and i i hope it does because uh, a lot of people without jobs and this will help them quite yeah. a lot then what is uh, it like working in such a big production i mean obviously you're going to say it's going to be stressful that's 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 the biggest take away but then like what is it like i to, to be honest uh, the first season was a bit uh, overwhelming for me because that is when i met okay this is what how it happens you know in sri lanka i i don't think uh, uh, we have six assistant directors on a set <laughs> uh, six eight assistant directors on a set like for for example i have done a sri lankan uh, a singala film yeah. with a maldivian director we were in total the crew was like an odd combination singala film with a maldivian director yes when we wanted to try something new we wanted to try something new and uh, we had a second ad who actually wrote the script in the sense okay. the script was given by a maldivian guy 
we translated it then we put it into singala words yeah and you we crafted it into a singalese film, film to oh. be shot in sri lanka mm. so it is to be honest uh, we shot it three and a half years ago we're still editing it because uh, it's a slow process when it comes to Maldivian. No, the other uh, thing, I, I don't understand this other thing that like a lot of, I, I hear a lot of people who work on Sri Lankan films complain how long it takes to come out. Why is that the case? Uh, that's because uh, Sri Lankan, the film industry, I wouldn't call it a film industry. It's, I would call it a film scene rather, yeah. not an industry. And uh, Sri Lanka, the priority is given for the famous directors. Oh, okay. Like, and they control, in my opinion, they control a lot of things. And uh, so they have a lot of pull. So when they want to get their films released, they try to, you know, put an elbow in and try to put, like, screen their films as soon as possible. Which is understandable because we release technically around 12 films a year. Yeah, I would that's, say that's pathetic, man. Yeah, but I do have friends who have made films and they're just not keen on releasing because they, they're sure that they won't make the investment. Some pray that they make the investment. Yeah, but what's the because point of shelving it? That doesn't help either, right? It doesn't help, but the thing is, you need some money to put it on the like it, it they don't take it for free and reject yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So you have to pay a distributor some said amount. And so when it comes to cost in Sri Lanka, the biggest mistake they like make is uh, they don't have a marketing budget. Yeah. So their focus, main focus is always on the shooting budget and the cast budget. And they don't, Think about the marketing budget, which they should consider. Yeah, which is which is important. technically one third of, in my like, from all what I've heard. Yeah, they easily need one third of the film budget for marketing. Yeah, because people are easily nowadays they just want to watch movies at home. Yeah, uh, this is a conversation that Tarantino has always, you know. Netflix is going to ruin the industry. Yeah, that's for sure. In the sense, I, I'm not I'm I mean, not it's saying convenient and all that stuff, but then yes, like going to a it's, theater it's and to... watching a movie is a culture on its own, right? Yes. Like if that's which taken away, I, then... I try. Yeah. Which I try my best, you know, like I try to support the industry. Yeah. Yes, I was asked to work on a Netflix film, which is a different story. Oh, I remember <laughs> the story. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, let's not go into that <laughs> particular detail, which is uh, not the best of my moments. Painful, painful <laughs> memory. Yes. But I have worked with a British director. We did a film called Greed, yeah. which was a very good experience. And I was hired as the first assistant director. Yeah. Which was a very good learning moment for me to work with. Uh, how would you how would you compare it like working with an Indian crew? I mean, but Good Karma Hospital, it's it's not like like uh, they're not Indians, right? right? No, it's it's British. It's hundred percent like the first season we had a mix of British and South Africans. The second season was all British. Third season was also British, but the only constant uh, we had uh, in that TV show was the key grip who was from India. Yeah, the the DOPs and the producers felt 
uh, he would be more ideal for this scenario, which I totally agree because he is one of the best key grips I've ever worked with. Yeah. And uh, he's done so many uh, films to show for. Yeah. He's worked with, uh, he's worked on Batman, Zero Dark Thirty, The Marigold Ho- uh, Hotel. So he has his own and he has done RA1 with Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah. Oh, shit. To which he told, yeah, he, to which he told in one scene they had to shoot with 20 cameras. Must because be that, Shah Rukh Khan was train sequence, mm-hmm. the train sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and his intro, his biggest film that he has worked on was Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, shit. Yeah. So he's been through the works. And he knows what he's doing. So I wouldn't like, even on set, when I, when I go see him, I always want to know technical stuff, you know, because I don't have the money when I'm doing something to hire a key grip, key grip a yeah. gaffer. No. So okay. So for, for our audience, rather... for our audience and the, yes. the young filmmakers who, who <laughs> are listening to this podcast, who I hope they're listening to this podcast, um, how would you how would you break down like so we know what a gaffer grips and all are so how would you how would you break that down to like an understandable set because normally as indie filmmakers like we can't like these small productions where a client tells you to make a video for thirty thousand we can't really afford to where <laughs> where both the grip and the dop and uh, yeah, the everything we are one man crew basically one, man, one crew. man crew basically so in big productions how does it work so it starts with the producer. The producer is responsible for whatever happens in the film. Yeah. Not creatively. Sometimes they have a executive producer for that. Then a but director. Executive producer is one who's investing also, right? Not technically. Executive producers. It, it's 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 different uh, in the British. Executive producers are creative controllers also. Okay. So. So what's the, the, the line, the difference between a producer and an executive producer? Producers always, like on Good Karma Hospital, producers are hired to maintain order on a production. Okay. To keep everything in line. Uh, that's my take on it. Apart from that, they also are on set, you know, trying to ma- maintain a proper, like a working condition. Uh, then comes the director, the DOP. DOP is the director of photography, who is what I would say is the head of technical department. Yeah. So under him would be uh, the normally they call crew. them cinematographers here in, in India and all. Yes, in India. No, it you it is still called a cinematographer, but uh, when it comes to names, you know, yeah. director of photography is sounds better than the word cinematography. cinematography but i would like to like in my opinion yeah cinematographer is a better kick to it than a director of photography yeah yeah but uh, i had an argument like this is a little off topic okay so we'll jump back to this so an argument with this guy he was telling me so he shoots wedding videos okay and he, and he was like he called himself a cinematographer and he was like shooting wedding and cinematography is the same thing and that really pulled my tongue. And I was like, <laughs> I I've had that. So, so it's the same thing. It's the same conversations or every single time we, we are, we are part of that uh, movie set yeah. memes group. Right. Yeah. So 
the real comparison between i wouldn't say wedding filmmakers the difference between a cinematographer and a videographer yeah a videographer will shoot everything everything for instance yeah. like the news i wouldn't call like if i am shooting something i will shoot it with purpose yeah with a na- it should I have a narrative think, right there should be like every yes. frame should tell a story that's what people yes. don't understand when people ask me oh are you a videographer it it pisses me off because but then i don't blame yes. them because they're ignorant they don't understand what it means a videographer is just yeah, anyone who I, can shoot anything it's just point and shoot like point and shoot yeah, yeah. like uh, let's let's not da- go yeah, there yeah it's, it's a very controversial topic like it will piss off piss off a lot yeah. of people but then yeah but that's a truth yeah, don't call, call us videographers we're not videographers right <laughs> sure, call me a cameraman i'm happy with it i am okay with it to be honest like videography is a different word yeah, yeah. and uh, my let's let's stick to on that topic yeah i would call someone who shoots with autofocus a videographer a cinematographer will never shoot on autofocus is my if yeah yeah never shoot on autofocus man like i can i can tell that you're shooting on autofocus so if like dude it, it's frustrating to look at autofocus videos <laughs> yeah i th- i hope a friend uh, doesn't watch this and get get annoyed uh, he, with me he can because... he can get he can get annoyed man he shouldn't shoot autofocus yeah, <laughs> i actually i actually brought this up in conversation with him also but yeah it's it's one of those muddy tricky roads uh, yeah 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 he he his exact words run and gun i'm like no bro it doesn't work that way no, no. you can no. you can you can run and gun with manual focus you can do manual and yeah. run and gun completely fine you yeah, just you, have to know you like you have a very open yeah have it at a very open uh, aperture yeah. you don't have to pull focus then you need an empty filter saying. then you don't have to change the shutter speed that's it yeah Yeah but that's the thing so, man back, back to back to uh, the hierarchy yes. of uh, production yeah so technical crew dop always is with his gaffer the lighting crew chief they call in the us uh, he's responsible for the lights then there's a key grip who's responsible for mounting the cameras yeah and uh, every cameraman comes with a focus puller or we call it the first ac assistant camera the second ac is to help the first ac for example uh get the lens yeah and on a film set the never camera fiddle with anyone's gimbals cameras that's all the key grip right you could piss off a lot uh, of people so in reality like we don't use gimbals on good karma because Steady we are camp, better production right? <laughs> yes we use something called a steady cam which is a better version rich man's rich man's gimbal <laughs> yes uh the steady cam operator is always he will always set up his own steady cam that's yeah. his thing yeah uh no one has to assist him because he knows his balance he will balance it to himself so key grips or grips don't help but the biggest uh work of a grip on a film set is laying tracks we've laid tracks like we've set records yeah. like on good karma hospital we've once laid tracks across a hall which is about i would say around 40 to 50 feet. for every for, I think for people all... who don't understand what laying track is you have to explain that in detail yeah it's like basically uh 
a, a train track a train for track, a yeah, camera. Basically. Yeah, which you a can dolly dolly zoom in normally, right? Yes, we we don't. Uh, yeah, y'all. The the name dolly for you is a flatbed track, uh, a flatbed yeah. probably. Okay. We use a Chapman, a Chapman yeah, dolly, yeah, which yeah, yeah. is one of a kind. It's about the uh, one with the seat, which right? Which can you do can... up and down movements. Yes. So we use the PV. Yes. I, yeah, I yeah. Have so so we'll, we'll try to add the pictures in the good uh, karma hospital in the podcast so people can <laughs> see what we're talking about. Yes. Uh, apart from that, there's a production designer who is involved with creatives like the director to bring the idea of the script to life. Yeah. Uh, I worked with three different production designers on Good Karma Hospital. Yeah. Everyone bought their own personal touch. The yeah. season one production designer found and confirmed the location. So it was a female Amelia. Yeah. She was And you won't believe how important a production designer is until you've you've yes. seen their magic. Then Exactly. I, I remember say? someone was it you who named yourself a production designer? I'm, no, I'm no, just no. joking. <laughs> I've never said that. I didn't have the patience to be a production designer, man. Yes, it takes a lot of patience, a lot of drawings, then back and forth yeah. with the director, then budget. Yeah, a lot of artistic, uh, yeah, you should be very and, good uh, with uh, furniture and what. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, you should have like an aesthetic. And an and open budget is what uh, they always need. Open budget, yeah. Which uh, Good yeah. Karma thankfully had. And we have a Sri Lankan art director who is one of the greatest like he's also a production designer uh, I've worked with. He's one of the best, I would say, Errol Kelly. Like he is a different level. Like I've met and worked with art directors in Sri Lanka, but Errol Kelly is on his own. Like he's on a different standard. Yeah. So production designer, DOP, graffer, what else? Key grip, director. Then comes catering, the most important part of a film set. Most important. Like, yeah. you don't... Because everyone else would lose their shit if you don't do catering, right? Yes. And uh, the only person you don't piss off on a set are the drivers and the catering guys. The rest you yeah. can manage, but never, never to mess with the catering guys and never to look down on them because they are the lifeline. <laughs> and uh, okay. drivers, yeah. obviously, they are very important because they keep they take us to every single place on time. Uh, yeah. And what else? What else did I miss? Hmm. What else? What else? That's basically it. Um, That's basically yeah. how a film set operates. Yes, I would have missed a lot. Then uh, under a director, are there glorified assistant directors? For, for yeah. instance, like me. <laughs> yeah. Then a director will always have a script supervisor who will uh, keep the narrative, you know, who will try to keep the dialogues in check, you know, so that the actors have help on set. Uh, apart yeah. from that is the makeup, hair department, costume department. Yeah. You've worked with different countries, right? So how, would, how do you think they manage productions differently in like, you know, some... How do they do it efficiently or some, maybe with, they might be lacking to, or like compare it with Sri Lanka also. To start with, it always depends on the budget. 
Yeah. Like some films I worked on. Listen up, clients. Have very big budgets. <laughs> you know, when a client comes to you and asks, like, for a one-minute video, like, okay, how much would a one-minute video cost? You can either make Star Wars or you can make like a tiny uh, perfume commercial, right? Both in one minute. So how exactly. big a question is? So everything comes down to budget, right? Exactly. Important thing, like on a film or on anything. If you want to get something produced properly, yeah, you better be ready to be a non-negotiating customer. Yeah, if you want the product to be of better quality, uh, better creatively designed, and shot properly, you shouldn't be worried about budget. Yes, and it is. And the one thing I always tell my clients: you don't cheap skate on your product. i'm doing a job regardless i do it or someone yeah, else yeah. does it yeah it's That's always your product mm. your product you should be it's aware of your thing. brand I, right at the end of the day but i'm doing exactly. it just a gig right yes so you and, uh, you you whatever you change for a few thousand rupees and then that's that's yours exactly it's yeah it's them digging their own graves technically literally yeah yeah like uh, every single time this comes up uh, i say this is not a production with avengers budget because avengers is known for their big budget yeah. uh, money spending i wouldn't say big budget but they spend a lot so because everything is cg that's a problem it's basically everyone running around in capes and costumes and yeah. doing stuff but uh, everything gets added later yeah which is yeah i don't agree to that like a lot dude like i mean i know it's cheaper to do things in but sometimes doing practical effects is way more cheaper than the amount the money you're going to spend on cg right of course of course and it takes so many man hours to create something of nothing yeah uh, i know for a fact explosions i one of my friends husbands uh and his and her father in law yeah uh, are really famous special effects people okay. in the uk they are called the kobolds they have done most of uh, james bond films okay and james bond film is ones. something that everything like I, daniel craig ones daniel craig if you go through his credits you would have seen like you would have watched most of his their films special effects they take it to the next level i've seen uh, my friend's husband's uh, uh, avengers and uh, i've seen the la- what was the fifth transformer film yeah i, I didn't the, I, don't even ask me yeah, the last night or something <laughs> so they they all did their practical explosions yeah which and michael bay loves his uh, uh, practicals i don't think course, the fifth transformer is michael bay right of course it was it was michael bay that was the last film no. the next is going to be someone else that is what he told yeah do you like six underground six underground yes. or eight underground yes six michael underground yes. six underground i i love that movie right when i saw it dude i was like dude this is a sick movie but then like whoever like everyone else that i asked they were like oh it's it's like uh, it's mediocre it's not that great but i thought it was a very good movie the thing is it it the people who don't like it they that comes from 
after watching all that avengers films uh, in the sense marvel films yeah they don't want something different because different, they always yeah, yeah. want that's, one that's hero problem. Yeah. i mean yes. i do enjoy marvel movies but then i feel like everyone is everyone's buying into the formula too much everyone wants superhero that's movies a- so yeah. if if everything you're going to watch is superhero movies then that's going to be just like that's going to be the same problem that happened to hollywood in uh, uh, before the 70s when every, everything used to be cowboy movies right yes so we're going to come to that point where everything is co- superhero movies and we have nothing else to the watch the westerns westerns spaghetti yeah. spaghetti westerns yeah. oh yeah clint eastwood okay <laughs> but uh, yes uh, that is one good film by michael bay then another film that i would i liked about the third the bengazi story i haven't watched it oh that's a nice film uh, i actually forgot the name it something to do with bengazi it's about a seal team going to rescue uh, a united states ambassador uh, 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 wait, wait, i think i it's a good film wait it's a michael the, entire, film, the so. movie was color graded kind of yellowish brownish yes. right ah, okay okay yes. i think i watched yes. it yeah, yes. Yeah. yes it's in a very yellow tone yeah, yeah. green yellow tone yeah and uh, most of it is shot in the night that's why i think and they had a lot of a lot of uh, effects like uh, there's this uh, rfid something no you stop me from saying something no you were you, we were initially talking about the differences between how different countries manage productions that yeah. only got sidetracked we got coached on that yeah but like but then there are a lot of different like when you talk about british and you know americans right they manage productions mm. very differently so how are those so for example i worked on a british film which was uh, done by michael winterbottom yeah. we shot 5 days in sri lanka it, it was one of those hush hush very quick run and gun you know like because he is one of those directors who doesn't want to wait for anything yeah. he will shoot regardless uh, then i've done the factual bit uh, where i did anthony bodens uh, yeah. parts unknown that was a different uh, like it was all prep how is for... it how is it working with like for him man like like with him or like you know like what an experience it was one of those very good moments where where he has conversations and uh, i let's if i were to put it uh, so i it was just a two people crew we we had to find people to be on the interviews yeah uh, me and uh, a friend of mine anthony lorden uh, i worked for him on that production uh, we they gave us a set of rules the producers yeah and uh, they sent a huge email their criteria what they want uh, that is when i found uh, i spoke to darshan munidas and yeah. he agreed to do it then uh, i got tracy holsing the theater director to do it uh, then i had uh, Kumar Lopez the CEO of publishing or something mm. uh in Sri Lanka he was he bought a lot of insight uh, from print media side then what else 
we got the opportunity to like uh, there's always the, the selfie bit with me yeah. Anthony Bourdain and Darshan Munidasa was one of those memorable moments yeah <laughs> then, uh, this, this this is a while this is no? this 2017 may then the next year yeah he passed away yeah then uh, recently my recent project that i did was funny boy with diva meeta yeah which was a different uh the entire film was shot handheld one camera what was the we camera with the ari alexa mini lf oh, okay the lf mini yeah it's yeah, the other that's way. one of your favorites no i would say if i had the budget yes yeah, yeah. or oh, the mini is my is my mini mini would be my ideal camera yeah. to shoot a film we don't have a mini in sri lanka but uh, if it comes to a point how yes, much do you think it do be to rent a lf lf because india also doesn't have it yet yeah. i would say because it so, came all the all the we we had three cameras on set yeah. two standbys and because everything came from uh canada okay i would i, I would say they would have gotten a good deal because uh, why, one of those why intro, don't think why do why don't they have uh, arrays in india i thought they do no no i i mean the for this Ari, for this production alexa lf mini mini oh. lf uh because it was like they released it in march then we had the camera we were shooting by september october actually mm. so and we have the signature primes the latest uh, ari yeah. lenses yeah those are beautiful man i i think i posted a picture of that also <laughs> really like wow. the moment i saw it i'm like that is the moment you like have them fall in love fall in love literally with cameras shit. yeah yeah remember i posted uh, the set of ari signature prime lenses and you commented something i remember yeah yeah, yeah but then see list for everyone who's listening to this episode equipment isn't always everything right just because just because you have an a7 let's say like like for a regular like just because you have an a7 3 doesn't mean your footage is going to be look good right it- Yes obviously you have to put That's, your work it's a, it. it's, it's a misconception your... it's a misconception i've shot like really good stuff with uh, what was that it's a horrible camera too um, 60 60 mark 1 i think 60 mark 1 no like I mean, my entire tafa projector remember the one i the one that was I a shot, 5d uh, mark 4 right 5d mark 3 Mark three, yeah, and okay. one lens i i didn't have the budget for many lenses it was the yeah. 7200 that's all yeah. i had I shot an entire and I didn't even have a proper tripod. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I had to edit that way. <laughs> yeah, I was like uh, can you no, let can him you roll. Let him, yeah, let him deal with this. That's not my problem anymore. <laughs> But so, yeah. So, so some things uh, <clears throat> some things when you in in reality like uh, I would say yes a 5D Mark 3 is better than For me color wise I like the Canon colors than Sony for some yeah. people it is that, not that the is same subjective yeah I would choose Sony colors Yeah I exactly because because when you know how to color grade it accordingly yeah it's not a problem but for me I would like to keep it I want to shoot the same colors the, the same colors I'm shooting 
I want yeah. it to be projected. Yeah, I don't like any adjustments. Yeah. yeah, so in that sense, so, Canon has very good uh, color sense when it comes to skin, which Sony yes. isn't that great at. So no. that's why people choose Canon over Sony. And uh, I always shoot neutral in Canon. So let's say if my editor wants to color grade it, yes, he has the opportunity to do it. Trillan, yeah, how did I meet Trillan? Yeah, yeah Trillan, uh, I met, uh, that is actually my beginning of my film career, technically. Yeah. Uh, this is when we were all volunteering for the Colombo Film Festival. They had for the second time and I saw a post. I applied, I became a volunteer. That's when I met most of my film friends also, the directors I've met. Because uh, right before that, I was in Doha. I quit my job. I came back to Sri Lanka. Then... I was in between jobs and yeah. from that only I started and I got, I got to meet Trillan. We became very good friends. Didn't, I didn't know that he was going to be my editor for the last, the, the last five years. Yeah. Technically, we're still editing. Like we just, we're just doing a project together. So it has been five years, uh, over the five years. And uh, that's how I met you also when I got uh, to got to do the Colombo Fashion Week fashion yeah. videos, right? Yeah, yeah. Fashion film, films. Fashion film festival or something. Yeah. No, no, no. To, to, in the beginning, my first project wasn't Colombo Fashion Week. I started off with Swim Week the previous year. Then yeah. in 2018, I got to do three videos. Yes. Three videos for Colombo Fashion Week. Then the following, I did a Swim Week video also, I think. Don't remember. I also don't remember when it started, dude. Like, I can't remember which was, which was the first one. Yeah, 2018, I think. Yeah. That was me, me, you, uh, Ryan, Johnny, Christian, uh, Jason, Kavindu. Yes, that, yes, that group picture. That group, remember? right? That was the first one. Yes. Amrik, Amrik, Kavin. Yes. Yeah, that was the first one. I... Yes, that's yeah, the... yeah. that's when I met you, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were with your friend. Yeah, you were with your friend. Let's not talk about that here. <laughs> your problem, you had to edit it. So, let's talk about young filmmakers, right? Young filmmakers who are getting into the industry and... Um, you know, the people who are make in the industry, how, how would we like, because there's, there's an actual problem. There's actual problem on like how, how uh, filmmakers value themselves or like, because as we know it, it's a growing industry. Of course it is a growing industry. Yes. The problem is, uh, they think, yeah. Yes. James Cameron said that you shoot something with something. You write a script, you shoot, then, you're a director. Yes, yeah, it is yes. true. That's true. But then but you have to be mindful on like the repercussions you, have to you be, have, right? Yes, you shouldn't be, uh, I would use the word ethical. You should be ethical on it. Yeah. Like uh, what What harm are you going to do when you're undercoating someone? Yeah, that's a big problem. Like for, for example, every single time I send a quotation, yeah, I'm always undercoated. Like... I've 
most of the, the other time. the other yes. thing yeah that's that's let's say let's say there are people who do it for cheaper because they they can afford yeah. to do it for cheaper right because they don't understand yes. the 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 budgeting that goes into creating one piece yes. of content right but yes. the other problem that's that's one problem that's let's say that is yeah. lack of knowledge and all this stuff the other problem is there's a group of people that are undercoating just to undercoat just to cut yeah, someone of off right of course that that it's i very competitive industry it's no because the thing is that what i what i really what i really look at is that filmmakers i'm, I'm like i we have a few we have a few friends that you know that we 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 discuss all this crap about but then there's of a course. lot of people that are very i mean maybe they talk to your face but then it's competitive in the sense we don't have to be cutthroat man we are all in the same business we have to grow together i would i would uh... technically i would say it's not uh, i would say it is jealousy also sometimes jealousy also because there's a lot of people that i personally know uh, you know they'd rather they'd rather cut you off like like they like now let's say this client comes and you know pitches me this and i feel like okay you know this is i don't want to do this but then you know they go and pitch one of my friend who's also doing the same thing then he asked me you know did they pitch you this and i was like yeah so like we work together as an industry because just by exactly. putting putting me down or just if i put someone down it doesn't mean i'm necessarily going up no no it doesn't yeah so that it's, it's all about uh, it's about moral values also i think yeah very true, man. yeah so let's say let's say let's say for example sometimes i pass work yeah most of my friends i just can you do this yeah yes but some clients what they do is when when we when we do the referring yeah they what they try to do is we paid him this much but we are not going to pay you that much because because we have not worked with you that long yeah yeah so i'm like what is the what is i don't like what, don't what see, basis yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i can name names but uh, yeah, it wouldn't uh, <laughs> it'll hurt no a lot point. of people there is no point that's yeah. the problem uh, so that's the thing i i believe that we should grow a community right because that's how you can because there's a lot there's a lot we can learn from each other and grow of as course. an industry because that's very important yeah. but then rather than that these guys are just fighting over each other and like you know fighting over work and at the end of the day it's just money man i mean i i do understand money is is a driving force but then the reason what is the reason you got into film making is because it's a form of expression right True. like like if you're not expressing anything and if you're just like if you're just overly commercial and you're willing to cut anyone in the way that same thing is going to happen to you well they have to they have to always think about that also may they have to realize if they if they do it to someone yeah it doesn't take long for someone else to do it to them do it to them that's true but, because uh, not everyone is the same like you yeah. and i will let it go but uh, some people hold a grudge yeah. later down the line that other person can be very successful and you go do some work with them yeah and end of story for you then and, and i don't this other thing i don't understand right like okay so most of us there most of us are basically in the, like since since we as uh, since we started like we are jack of all trades right we have to do all of it on our own because of lack of budget and all that stuff so so most of us are like that so when it comes to a production it would be easier to hire people we know to and and delegate different tasks right yeah yeah so so why 
that so they don't think about that they only think about okay how how am i going to make x amount of money and how am i going to only get all these clients and do all this work alone rather than growing a community because obviously if there's some work that i am not comfortable doing or if i'm not interested in doing i pass it along like i do yeah. it all the time so just because i don't want it doesn't mean i don't want to give it to someone else right if i thought like that then uh, then where would the world end up right yeah, but sometimes you i'm not saying that uh, not everyone does it but yeah i think uh, rather than referring you just refusing to do it is a better option than referring someone else and they doing the not a very good job and getting yeah, that's us blamed for it yeah yeah, yeah. so no sometimes because you will be responsible for it right exactly exactly and uh, the responsibility is uh, it's a non paid responsibility yeah, to be honest yeah, that's true. you don't get paid but you're blamed for it i think uh, the biggest issue we have in sri lanka is people expecting free work free work yeah this new word called collaboration collaboration yeah that's bullshit i don't i don't collaborate they don't realize that when you say collaboration it means win win right you win something out of yes. it and i win if you're the only one getting the content and i'm just like standing like a dumb fuck just shooting shit for you then how is there a win and that word is It's, like overused yeah yeah me for collaborations please contact i'm like uh, okay no thank you yeah and no, what what am i going to collaborate you with you like yeah. i don't understand what am i going like, to benefit I've, out of it right yeah and i've gotten this messages like uh, would you like to collaborate this very famous brand man quite recently <laughs> uh, i get this call uh, we are looking for a collaborating partner i'm like okay that's just like a long ass word but, for but, free work but 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 i just uh, i i was talking to a friend of mine who passed me the work and uh, he was like machang just push the word budget then they will realize that you're not willing to play ball with them yeah yeah yes and i was like uh, yes but uh, i have to uh, when can i send you the quotation that's when his face changed i'm like uh, okay i just understood yeah, yeah. then i i'm so how do we how do, we, how in, do people get to, in touch with you on instagram what's your instagram handle do you have anything to promote so i yeah you can follow me on uh, instagram uh, i am ishan ikbal and uh, i have another public account for my work it's uh, the underscore ishan underscore ikbal uh, i'm on vimeo most of my work youtube most of my work you is can, on it you can like if you go to your uh, instagram you can find all the celebrity pictures and all that stuff that he talks about <laughs> of course uh, or the, the the famous, famous selfies, selfies yeah famous so one. you can go stalk him there thank you so much thank for coming you. on the podcast man <laughs> No worries. Thank you for the invite, Mr. Zisha. Yeah, Been a you. pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're watching this episode in YouTube, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Comment below. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave five stars and a review. I'd really appreciate it. You can follow me on Instagram at Zisha Nakram Jabir or the podcast page at Mastering Mediocrity Pod. Till then, stay safe and peace.